This is a Mr. Thrive Media production. Wish I had a million dollars. Hot dog! Hello, small business heroes. I'm Joel Volk, and welcome to Small BizCast, where twice a month I explore the lives of small business owners to dig a bit deeper and expose strengths, weaknesses, ideas, and challenges with blemishes and all. As I look back at my years in business, I remember that there are many, many times I needed a lawyer to just poke their nose in and take a look and see what they could do to help. Sometimes I just needed advice on a lease. Other times I needed to have a contract that a customer wanted me to sign or a vendor wanted me to sign and I wanted someone to look at it. Sometimes I had to worry about employment law. Other times I needed to change my corporation, make partnership agreements, things on that level. So I'm very proud that we are sponsored by a firm that specializes in these types of things for small businesses. Coincidentally, it's called the Small Business Law Firm. Scott Williams is the principal attorney at the Small Business Law Firm. He's the go-to guy for anything related to small business matters. I like to think of them as the Swiss Army knife for your business. So when you're ready, and even if you're not ready, keep it on hand because you might be ready sooner than you know. Call 855-5-BIZ-LAW. That's 855-524-9529. Ask for Scott. Mention the Small Biz Cast. And remember, they're a great resource should things get ugly. Today's guest is Desaya T of Shroom Meats. Desaya's belief that you can be healthy and share life's joy of good food motivated her to develop a delicious plant-based meat alternative. As you listen to this interview of Small BizCast, you will find comfort in knowing that you are not alone. Hopefully, you'll learn something while finding inspiration and ideas from the people I introduce you to, like Desaya. Hopefully, you'll laugh with us too. Hot dog, it's a wonderful life. Throughout the years of life, you get to explore different things in different phases. And um, food was definitely something that inspired me together. Like it, it kind of came along with traveling. Uh-huh. And um, that's something I mentioned in the answer to like, I started traveling and that's, that's how I actually got to see the world um, through my own eyes. And it's just amazing how different culture, every culture is brought together with food. And, uh, and most important thing too, I, I got to see the nature and how much is changed over time, um, you know, from our own consumerism. And um, that's something I really wanted to make a change. So from a dream and just really being very dreamy about it, um, I got help with my partners. So that's, that's how we got started with Shroom Meats. Yeah. So I'm very excited to introduce you to Desaya Tarakasan of uh, Friendly Foods International. She's got a great product called Shroom Meats and she, her story is so exciting. It's so interesting how a passion for travel, a passion for food and a passion for family has transferred this idea into a real business and her journey is really exciting. So welcome, welcome to Small BizCast. Thank you so much and I'm really happy to be here and it's such an honor to be with you today. So tell us your story. I know that your inspiration comes from your family and I know how your idea gets started. Um, the purpose of Small BizCast, of course, is to help inspire other, other small business ideas and, and turn them into reality and we know how hard that is. We know that there's so much to it and sometimes it's just the, the motivation behind it that gets the first speed bump navigated. And I, I know you have a good story, so I'd love to hear you tell it. Right, yeah. And I totally agree with, you know, doing small business is not easy. And it's something definitely um, comes from your own inspiration. And, and 
over time and throughout your life, you are inspired by different things, but how do you actually make that happen and stick to that, you know? And that's something really challenging. But Shroom Eats actually started in my own kitchen and um, my mom has been a vegetarian for a long time. I would say over 20 years, but from, from what I remember, probably over 10 years. Um, I don't know about before that. I started cooking for her a lot in the kitchen and we're like, well, you know, we don't want to just eat vegetables and um, grains and how can we make this more delicious? Because I was eating meat back then. Although I still do partly, it's not, it's not a daily intake, but um, every now and then I would do sustainable, more sustainable meat. I was like, well, how can I make this more delicious and tasty? And, you know, you get that chewy bite and you feel like you're actually eating something, you know? And then um, with, in Thailand, we, we are very abundant of so many different ingredients. I mean, you throw anything on the ground and it grows. Um, so, so I came across shiitake mushroom that we were using a lot. I'm like, well, you know, this could be in like different forms of maybe more, something more chunky in the meal and that got started and together at the time I was going to school here and I saw that the market here was really aiming towards more vegan meat alternative and um, people were shifting to, towards more plant-based although now it's really big and like five years ago is already getting big and, uh, and then I thought this could really be something like patties and meatballs those were the ideas that got started. And right now my mom's still eating those. <laughs> so it's still like, you know, we have those in the fridge every day um, in the freezer, actually. Is but, your mom um, here or is she back in Thailand? No, she's back in Thailand. I see. And so I miss I, her very much. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm yeah. Sure. But um, yeah, that's how it got started. Um, exploring the ingredients and, you know, getting the ingredients right. And, and it took a lot of knowledge of the things that you didn't know about. And you just have to keep learning. I have a mainly vegetarian diet, although I'm not a vegetarian. So, and I found it very disappointing at the choices of foods out there, which is why I often go back to eating meat just to satisfy my cravings. Mm -hmm. But we, when I, what I understand is that your products satisfy that, that desire for the taste. Right. You know, that mouth feel of eating meat and eating whatever meat it is, chicken, beef, or like really chunky mushroom. That's something that shroom meats offers and and i believe that you can be healthy but you need to enjoy your life too you know <laughs> like, i love that i mean it's, yeah it's 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 life is amazing and you should not miss out on anything great so um yes you want to be healthy and also take care of your own um, mentality too so tell me what the products are just real quickly what types of products are they because i want to talk about how you got how you develop them and the challenges that you faced them. Getting, getting, going to market must have been very challenging from a lot of perspectives, not just the logistics and the product and the production, but also marketing people to try it must be a challenge. I wanna hear all about that, but first I think we have to understand what the products actually are. So shroom meats is a mushroom-based meat alternative. And this is something that's a total um, new category in the market because you know you have all the meat alternatives that are made of um, a lot of ingredients that are trying to mimic meat, but shroom meats actually started with just mushrooms. So this is something that represents vegan meat, but it's mushroom. And we offer, we have three products now actually. In retail, we have mushroom meatballs and mushroom patties. And in the food service, we 
have another product which which is called Shredit. So it's like ground beef or ground shrimp meats. And hopefully we're going to launch that in the retail market soon. So will Shredit be something that we can make into hamburger patties and put on the barbecue and grill? Yeah, totally. You can make that too. Although we have the patties that are already very easy to cook with. Um, mm. Although if you want to put something more in that, you can use that and combine that with flour or the binder, whatever you use in your kitchen. So would I use it as a direct meat substitute where I could just substitute meat for the shroom meats or would I have to modify it as a cookbook, if you will, to help us get that same texture? Let's say I want to make you know, spaghetti with meat sauce. Do I use the same portions I would with, with regular meat or do I just do it differently? That is a perfect dish. <laughs> These balls, they're very mildly seasoned, mm -hmm. basically like meat. So you want to actually season them first, but you don't actually have to form them into any other forms. They come in the balls shape. And um, what I do usually is that I, I would saute in the pan a little bit, season with salt and pepper, you know, just exactly how you cook um, the meatballs. Right. And then you want to throw in the marinara sauce and leave, you, you let it marinate for however long you'd like. I, do an hour. Take a, I want to let the listeners smell this and take it in for a second because it's... Yes. <laughs> doesn't it? Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, all right. Thanks. <laughs> How did you start developing it for market? It was really scary when we launched, actually, because I'm like, well, there's nothing like this. And, you know, that's always something that scares you is, is going to the unknown. But um, because thanks to all the other meat alternative brands, I mean, they have already paved the way for us. And I'm sure there would be a lot of other brands that are, that are shifting towards more plant-based, too. So it was, it was actually challenging, but not completely unknown because there's already a market for meat alternative and that's um that's where we could introduce the mushroom meat alternative shroom meats to the market how are you making your potential customers aware of the brand so um we used to do a lot of demos in the stores and basically we started with my partners were you know driving around and we um they went into the store and talked to the manager and, and, you know, like really everything on foot and they did an amazing job getting the products into the first stores. And we did a lot of demos and have people try and people were scared, but we're like, well, you know, you would never know if you don't try. So, <laughs> so that's how we actually got um, people to actually get to taste the food. And um, now we're targeting more online too, because a lot, um, you know, there it, it's, it's been in the market for a while, but, at the beginning, it was really important to get people to eat it and try it because that's the only way you would get to taste the food. What stores are you in? We are in Erewhon in LA. We're okay. in Follow Your Heart, Bob's Market, Grow Market, um, Besties, Vegan Paradise. We're in. We're now in Co-op, and that was just that just got us started last week actually. And we're in GTFO. It's vegan. <laughs> It's an online store. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah. So can we can we buy it online on your website as well? Yes, you can. Great. And we Great. ship across the nation. And that's shrewmeats.co. If someone from the East Coast would like to try it, there's no problem. <laughs> because it's free shipping, you said? Yeah. That's great. Are there, are there, are there minimum orders? No. You can just go online and buy the product and then we'll ship it to you. We do have discount codes on the website and you guys can go on that. So if you um, purchase the, at the minimum 
amount, you get 20% off. And um, we also do subscriptions on the recipe. So when you become our customers, you're going to get different recipe ideas. So you don't get too lost. <laughs> or, you know, some people are too busy, like, oh, I don't want to think about what to cook today. And don't worry about that. We'll send you some ideas and, you know, you can get started pretty easily. Gotcha. Hey, can we have a discount code for small bizcast so you can see if you've gotten any listeners from us to order? That's a hundred percent. Definitely. Okay. Do you hear that everybody? Shroommeats.co. <laughs> Get your discount by putting small bizcast in this, in the code. Yes. Perfect. All right. I'm excited. I'm excited. I want to hear how this works out. You should have a lot of orders. So tell me, tell me where, where do you see the company going and what do you need to, to make it get there and how can the business community help you do that? We really, ideally, we would like to be across the world. And this is something that's, you know, it, it starts from home and it's something that everybody can eat. And uh, right now we are in the U.S. market, mostly in Southern California, but we are working our way towards having this across the nation and there are a lot of markets in Asia there's a big market in Asia actually there's a big market in Europe there's a big market in Australia and a lot of other places are aware of the plant-based diet now and we would like we would really like to be there and offer this amazing products for everybody so um, our next step would definitely be Asia after the US and we are we are trying to and this is this is the challenge and um, the fun part about being uh, doing business too is to make people more aware of the brand and we want to create the demand, you know, not only the East Coast, um, we want to do the, the Midwest and we want to do um, the American continent. So we want to do Canada and um, there are a lot of other places that have really high potential and that's where we would like to be and that's where we would like to offer this product to everybody. I understand. Gotcha. And what, what's important to you as a co-founder, as a business owner, and you know, someone who's a CEO, essentially? I think being adaptive to all the challenges. And, um, you know, sometimes you have a master plan and you want to execute that, but there are challenges and there are things that change all the time. And you just, you just have to adapt to that, especially during COVID. It, it was something really unexpected for everybody. And that's, you know, that's very unfortunate. But um, you got to be like a lizard. <laughs> so you have to, you have to adapt in any environment and you have to be quick on um, different ideas. And, and that's, that's going to make all the small businesses survive. I believe, you know, um, you got to stay creative too. That's a big part. And just be open-minded. Tell me, but do you have employees, obviously? How, how have you met, been able to manage them during this time? Luckily, we are able to work online. So my partner, uh, Mary, who's in LA, she is she is someone who takes care of all the physical um, operations, and we do have an online person. And then um, my other partner in Thailand is the in-house graphic designer. So basically, we have we have all the needs, all the things that we need right now in-house. But we do um, want to grow, and we are looking to hire more people to be on the team. Very good. Are there new products in development? Yes, we are developing new products right now, <laughs> and they're coming out soon in retail and both online. Uh, on, online and retail, I'm sorry. How do you test your products? Do you, have a, do you have a test kitchen? Do you have a commissary? Yeah, so um, we work directly with our facility, and usually I'm in Thailand, and I'm, I'm doing the product development and everything like that because I'm basically I'm bringing the products here, but all the work here 
is taken care of by Mary and, you know, the U.S. team. But um, I cannot be home right now. <laughs> so basically everything's done online. And uh, my other partner's in Thailand. So she, she, she goes into the facility and sit down and talk to the people who make the products for us. And we make sure that everything is right. Everything is what we need. And that's the same process as how we developed the first two products too, was that um, we sat down and we really tasted the food. And however long that would take, you just get, you just have to get the recipe right. Right. So mm -hmm. patience is the challenge. Yes. Patience is the challenge. And you, you come across everything. to me as a person with a lot of patience, right? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, we have more time now and um, I think time is something really important too. You want to take time to do something good. You don't want to rush into something, you know, a lot of problems when people rush to market, they make that mistake. For instance, it took you years to develop the products you have so far to get them just right. Now you've got them to a place that you, that is really marketable. People love it. And now right. you're on to launch a new product and you, you don't have the same ramp ups time that you had when you developed your first product because you've got an enterprise now that has to be maintained and you've got investments that have to be returned. And, and so patience is a tough thing. And I was just kidding before when I said, you look like a person with a lot of patience. I think you look like a person who's at the starting gate and wants to run out as soon as you can. And you probably have to put yourself back. Is that a, any of that fair, fair statement? Oh my God. I was that person. And I'm like, no, everything needs to happen today. And tomorrow I will be successful, you know? And, um, and that's, that's impossible for anything. I mean, Rome was not built in a day and, right. and that's, that's something we all know, but, but hearing that and actually practicing that and understanding that in life is so different. Um, and, you know, we, we all have things we want to achieve, but every small step is another step towards that goal. So it, you, just, you just have to go through that and understand because when you hear it from someone and actually not practicing that, it's, you're not going to understand that until, um, until you go through that process and really understand that, hey, it's going to take a year or two or more for you to get somewhere and to get closer to where you want to be. And, and I, would add that, I would add that every step backwards is a step forward as well because you lessons that you'll hopefully not make a second time. And so totally agree. The, as expensive as mistakes on this level can be, because you're talking about big investments and what you're doing, it can be very expensive. You have to look at it as a, a stepping stone towards success. Right, right. I totally agree with that. Yes. Yeah. And even the first month we launched, we were like, oh my God, we're waiting to hear back from everybody, you know, and everything is just going to take time. Right. That's, that's the way it is. <laughs> right. How's the sell through been on your products? After COVID, it's, it's actually been on the rise, and um, we're really, we're really glad that we're able to serve that to the customers. And you know, a lot of people cook from home. The products are really great to just put the, in the freezer. And our shelf life is actually two years, so that's even better for people who don't want to go to the stores too often. Usually, and th this is my own kitchen. I have, I have like half of the freezer filled with sure meats, and I would take them out every other day to cook different meals. And since COVID started, I mean, it hasn't been the same dish at all. Um, so, so there's always something creative you can do in the kitchen. And that's something people can enjoy at home too. You know, we, we work from home that's different and that's been challenging, but there are things we can enjoy and that's definitely food. Oh, well, how exciting. Has, has the market where the fast food places are putting out 
plant-based meats, has that helped you or has that been hurtful for you because the quality differences and the taste differences may, may sway people into having an opinion before they've tried your product? Right. Um, we are not in the fast food market yet. Um, we, we have planned to do that, but we do want to still serve the good quality and make sure that we still make you know everything. And this is what we believe um, food comes from nature and we make the food from really simple ingredients. The fast food market has definitely brought the attention to the meat alternative in the wider market. And, you know, people who usually eat meat, they, they start to question what this is. So that's brought the attention to a product, although our products themselves are not in the fast food market right now. Because, because those products are being marketed every commercial, I assume it's helped open the minds of people that normally would not try a meat alternative product. This might give people an opportunity to accept it without where they might not have before. Yes, totally. Yeah. That's, I mean, a lot of my friends are like, well, you know, I would be interested now with shroomies because I've tried um, this and that different brands. And um, that's definitely helped a lot of other brands too. Right. Mm -hmm. I can envision you doing the, uh, the, the taste challenge, you know, Put, you know, people, you know here, here's ours, here's theirs, which one's yep. better according to their results and, and mm-hmm. you want to sneak in the real thing, you know, real meat and see if people can pick it up. I can see that being a really fun exercise. May, not, may or may not work from a marketing right. point, but, <laughs> but it might get you some, some viral, you know, some viral plays. Totally. And when we did the demos, um, you know, the first few months at Bob's Market in Santa Monica, they, they actually were like a butcher, they started with a butcher market. So a lot of people who went in there were going for the meat. We had the, the, the demo table right in front of the store. And they're like, well, what is this? And we're like, it's vegan meat, it's mushroom. And they're like, no, well, I'm here for the meat, you know? And then, and then we're like, well, if, if you don't give it a try, you would never know. And then when they tried it, they loved it. And they just, they were like, I couldn't tell this was not meat. That's so awesome. So, yeah, so that definitely brought the attention. So is there anything else you want our listeners to know about you that we should, that maybe lessons, what would, what would be the lessons that you'd give the little guys out there just trying to get started? And what, 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 what advice would you give to people that are behind you in the process? Um, starting a business is not easy. And we all have dreams and hopes and go for it. Just go for that. Never, never not believe in yourself. And I think the most important thing too, to, you know, self-drive is the strongest force. And um, when you do what you believe in, you're going to wake up and have that force inspiring you and getting you up and wanting to do things differently every day and wanting to make a change. And, um, and I really believe that everybody has a story. And if you want to go chase that dream, no matter how hard it is, be open-minded and stick to the path and, you know, whatever comes along, take it in a good, in a good way and teach yourself and learn from it. And you're going to get there. I'm, I'm still getting there. <laughs> I think we're all starting getting there. Small businesses, right. a journey, it's a process. You rarely get to the, to the end. It's always going to go someplace else as soon as you get there. Desaya, what's, what's your global view? How do you feel like your product is going to affect change I know that you have a philosophy about it, and I, I'd love to hear more about hear it from your words rather than what I've already read. Say it. Tell, tell us from your words, please. I believe that by using mushroom, it takes so much less water and land and also time to cultivate. And I believe that, um, you know, even if someone doesn't eat 100% plant-based meal, 
if they eat meat either daily or from time to time, and if this product can substitute that, it's going to affect the environmental impact on how the food is made and also how um, you know all the all the stakeholder holders that that's involved in one process of making meat versus making mushroom. So in the environmental impact, that's going to help a lot with reducing the amount of water, reducing the amount of land, reducing the amount of time that's engaged in making beef versus mushroom. And also health-wise, I used to eat a lot of meat and I could, I could tell how my body just reacted differently. And if you want to be healthier, you can find those other vegetables out there in the markets but shroom meat is gonna not only make you happy um, with your health but satisfying for the taste and feel and cooking and sharing with your family too very good so i'm hearing you say you don't need to be a vegetarian to enjoy your product you need to be a person that just once in a while introduces a small amount of a meat alternative and it will make a lasting impact on the environment Right. Yeah, not at all. You don't have to be um, you don't have to be a complete vegetarian to eat this at all. This is something that it's offered for for from vegans, from vegetarian, from, you know, part time plant based from for meat eaters. So you can be anything. This is something that that is handed to you for a really great offer that you can substitute when you don't want to eat meat and you can still enjoy it as much. That's awesome. Well, I really appreciate you joining us. Your enthusiasm and your passion for this is intoxicating. And I know that Shroom Meats is going to be a huge success. And I cannot wait until I can brag that you were on Small BizCast in 2020. Thank you so much for joining us and, uh, and hope to see you again soon. Thank you so much, Joel. A few days after I interviewed Desaya, she dropped off some samples to my home. She dropped off some Shroom Meats and some Shroom Patties. That night, we grilled the shrimp patties. We made them into hamburgers by adding some seasoning, putting some grilled onions on them, and barbecuing them till they were just the right consistency. Then we put them on some brioche, of course, with some tomatoes and all the fixings you do for a burger. And you know what? It was a great burger. Then a few days later, we decided to try it with some pasta. So we took the shrimp meat balls. We sauteed them with some sauce and some vegetables, and we just got it to a nice consistency. It looked like a really delicious Italian sauce. Poured it over some pasta and had a great vegetarian dinner. If you'd like to give Shroom Meats a try, we'd really recommend it. So please go to shroommeats.co and when you go to check out, if you put small bizcast in the discount code, you'll save 20%. So shroommeats.co and then small bizcast for a 20% discount. For those of you that are subscribers of Small BizCast, we really appreciate it. And if you'd like to be a subscriber, just go to where you get your podcast and hit subscribe. I'd like to thank those of you who connect with us on Facebook and on LinkedIn and also on Instagram. It's really great that we're getting so many shares and comments. We really appreciate the growing audience that we're enjoying. If you'd like to ask us some business questions, have us workshop a problem, or if you're thinking about sponsoring a show, go to smallbizcast.com. There's places there to just click and write in your questions, and we'll get back to you as soon as we can. 
Over the many years I've worked at Mercury Document Imaging, we've been solving business problems using technology, and now we have this new reality. Employees are working from home, and companies are trying to stay relevant and efficient and have accountability for their employees while doing so. The big problem is that the cyber criminals are working from home too, and they have been doing this longer and know what they're doing and know what vulnerabilities you've created by kind of throwing this together quickly. So now that it looks like we're going to be here for a while, it's time to think about this. I want you to reach out to my company. We'll either help you or refer you to a partner that can help you, depending on what the vulnerability is. But the first thing to do is start with an assessment, make sure that you're protected, and then find the weak link. So please call us, 818-782-1221. My extension is 25913. But call anybody at the office. We're all happy to help you, and we want to make sure that we don't have any more problems than we already have. Thanks. On the next episode of Small BizCast, Daniel Rosenberg of Allura Products. Daniel's background is legal, and it's also very devoutly religious. And somehow, he ended up making sexual wellness products. This PG interview is very interesting, and I think you'll really enjoy it. Here's a sneak peek. I think, unfortunately, we don't like to talk about sex, but everybody has it, or we'd all like to be having it. I think that's the reality of it. And even in Judaism, sexuality is a major thing. It's about being modest, but we still talk about sex. There are ways to do it modestly. Small BizCast drops every other Monday. Follow us on our socials for business tidbits and special offers and send your feedback to jv at smallbizcast.com. Thank you again to our sponsors, Mercury Document Imaging and the small business law firm. We couldn't do this without you. And of course, thanks to my producer and my son, Charlie Volk of Mr. Thrive Media. Couldn't do without him either. Thank you very much for listening. Hot dog, it's a wonderful life.